Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, Raji Sohal here in for Mike Smith today and the rest of the week. Well, since the emergence of COVID-19, healthcare systems everywhere, not just here in BC, everywhere have been under stress of not enough resources to meet the demand. And these struggles are only being exasperated by the growing rate of addiction and mental health conditions. These circumstances have made people turn to medical psychedelics for treatment. Now, not everyone and not everyone will go that route, but psychedelic therapists are responding to this growing interest by ramping up training programs for practitioners looking to safely treat their patients with psychoactive substances. I wonder if this trend could be growing in a way that might end up helping our strained healthcare system. Our guest is Dr. Janice Phelps. She's a director of psychedelic therapies and research at the California Institute of Integral Studies Center. Hello, doctor. Hello, Raji. Pleasure to be here with you. Well, you know, we've been talking about this topic for a while and hearing it for, I feel like, many years, but it hasn't been until the last year where it's suddenly so present and so many people are exploring the curiosity about medical psychedelics. Now, why is it that right now we're in this moment where it's become more popular? I think what you're seeing are two uh, flows here. There's research data coming out from major universities, both in Canada and the United States and UK and uh, Europe as well, that show efficacy, effectiveness, for these medicines for a variety of medical conditions. And secondly, there's a few decriminalizing movements happening both in the United States and in Canada. And those two predominant uh, cultural changes, I think, have brought more attention into the public's eye. There's a a doctor who's uh, famous globally, but um, he happens to be from Vancouver, Dr. Gabor Mate. I'm not sure if you're familiar with his name. Yes, I know him. Very prominent and effective. Yes. And so he has been talking about psychedelic therapy for many years, uh, not uh, whole in a, any kind of a wholesale way, but he has said that uh, in uh, concert with working with a, a certified therapist and doing therapy and doing all of the work that's required, that it, it can be very helpful for people. And uh, psychedelics yet have faced so much stigma And that seems to be changing now with doctors and practitioners like himself weighing in on the issue. How much do you think stigma has to do with uh, this psychedelic therapy becoming more popular or not? Uh, I think it has held back the research in many ways because at least here, the FDA and I believe Health Canada uh, have held back from approving studies with psychedelics because they are thought to be too dangerous for study or or use. So the data that is being derived in the last few years, like the last few decades, has come from donors who know that there's effectiveness in these medicines. And so they 
push past the stigma. And in fact, there's some hometown heroes at the University of British Columbia, doctors Pam Criscow and Shannon Dames, who have started a training program for physicians and other medical practitioners to use these medicines. So they're forerunners in your own region, and they're pushing against the stigma. So there's among medical professionals who've been paying attention to the very empirically based research, they can see the data is outstandingly in uh, moving forward with showing that there's effectiveness and some power. It's not, of course, a panacea. It's not the last um, message here about healing, but it can have profound effect on some people. This is several of the, uh, the psychedelics that have been studied thus far. So I encourage people who are interested to look in the media and read about the research for addictions, for depression, for post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, End-of-life anxiety has very good data for the use of psilocybin. So interesting. And so you decided that so many more therapists need to be trained in this area. Tell me about the psychedelic therapy program. Uh, We're the first uh, approved academic program anywhere on the planet to train people who have a medical background or a mental health background and they're licensed. We also train clergy who have an MDiv and we do it for 150 hours. It's, it's uh, knowledge-based, it's didactic, it's lectures, it's small group discussions, it's some experiential learning with um, guided imagery, um, hypnosis, um, we had used holotropic breathwork before the pandemic, but because of health concerns, we haven't used breathwork, but that's a very effective experiential learning. Students learn the drug interactions that they need to know about. They need to know about the psychopharmacology of the medicine, and they need to know how to hold and facilitate the sessions, which vary a bit depending on the medicine, but they're definitely universals in how to do this work. Another aspect of this, Raji, is that the general public in the areas where things have been, where psychedelics have been decriminalized, the general public also needs to know about how to use these medicines safely because there are risks of their not being used safely. And like all medical um, devices and medicines, there's a downside to them, as we know, medicines can harm people if not used correctly. Sure. We always hear these uh, stories about how recreational use is dangerous, people uh, just going for it on their own. But so I'm so curious about what take-up is like within uh, the medical world. Uh, Is this uh, something that uh, doctors want to learn more about? Well, I'll tell you an anecdote. From our first year when we were training in 2016, I had three medical docs who pushed us and said, we don't want anyone else aside from your staff and faculty to know that we're in this program because our insurance company we're working for or our hospital will look at us cross-eyed if they know we're in this program. By the end of that year, all three of them were happy for people to know about it, but it took the eight months of the program for them to relax more. Then I noticed over the six years we've been training that more and more established clinicians, psychologists, social workers, peer-reviewed journal published uh, doctors are coming into this program 
happily and celebrating the fact that they're with us rather than what happened in 2016. So there has been a big change in people's comfort level with being known. As yes. uh, the recent article put out by NBC says people are coming out of the closet as medical practitioners who are interested in this. Mm, would there also be a concern then that people who are not so data oriented as yourself aren't reading all the uh, hooked up to all the research mm. and all of that uh, are not doctors don't have a medical background is there concern that they will start uh, fielding their way into this as well and trying to practice as the more we can get the word out in the public domain for how to use these medicines safely how to tell if someone, if you're in Oregon or you're in Canada or you're in Colorado, say, where there's uh, evolving permissions to use psilocybin, for instance, how to tell if that practitioner is certified by the certifying body. There, a lot of us are talking about how to make that word get out. And there's, there's good sense that it will take a year or so to get the word out. And then as people get more educated, they'll be more uh, careful in what they do. And it's always good to have skeptics looking at an emerging field to call out things. <laughs> That's why that, we're here, doctor. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's very important for the practitioners out there and for people in your audience who are skeptical about this to really look into the data and look at what's being said online and think for themselves and talk to people perhaps who've had these experiences who, or who are the practitioners and okay. hear what they have to say. Okay, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you so much, Janice. We really appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, thank you so much.